My name's Sean Riley, 47 years old. I've been watching Manchester City at my beloved club since 1974. I'm Rebecca Stevenson. I'm 30 years of age. I've had a season ticket at Old Trafford since the age of 11. I used to mainly go to home games as a, as a child, but as I got grew older and into my teens, went on to the Kipax like everybody else did in those days. Born and raised in Salford. I go home and away watching United. I've been all over Europe, all over the world, rarely miss a game. I've not missed a competitive game for the last 23 years, um, so I think it totals somewhere in the region of 1,100 games plus. It does dictate a lot of what you do. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's started relationships for me, it's ended relationships for me. The first game that I was ever taken to was the Dennis Law Backheel Derby in 74, and uh, I was wearing a City scarf, and unbeknown to me, there were some Man United fans, in inverted commas, that wanted to relieve me of said scarf. Now, fortunately for me, my dad was Ancoat's and bred as tough as they come and he realised what they were about to do and, uh, and he warned them of the er errors of their ways. So I, I have this very, very vivid memory of this happening to me as a kid and thinking, well, why the hell would they want to take a, an eight-year-old lad scarf? And so from day one, <laughs> I've always treated them with a, a little bit of suspicion, if I'm perfectly honest with you. One of my first memories is that Manchester United were the goodies. Manchester City were the baddies. The only reason I knew that Manchester City existed was because the lad across the road supported City and I didn't really like him. Man United have attracted the worldwide following based on the terrible events in Munich in 1958. Obviously, I think before that, there was a, there was a case where people watch City one week and United the next. It's quite sad, actually, that that can't happen nowadays, but then again, you wouldn't have the rivalry. My feelings towards City are pretty much heightened by the fact that obviously we, we share we share a city because they are down the road because you're surrounded by by them all the time and because you have a knowledge that had things have been slightly different you could have been one of them if you're a visitor to manchester and you don't know what's going on if you look at the person in front of you and they're smiling it's odds on if you tap them on the shoulder and say hey mate who do you support they're gonna say city and if you walk past somebody that growls at you that looks looks like they want to fill you in it's more than likely going to be a man united fan city were sort of They've they've always always been the sort of uh, the little brother you could take the mick out of. You know, we have been in a period where we we were totally superior, and they were there for a while. Then they sort of disappeared down to the divisions, and you'd laugh at them getting beat by minuscule teams and things like that. And I wouldn't say it's a hatred. It's 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 not a hatred. It's a rivalry. You want to see them do badly. It's, it is a tribal thing in Manchester. It's two tribes in one city. I honestly believe that the Premiership this season was a season too early. I think the early season form, certainly with the away win at Tottenham, I did have a ponder at that point and think, do you know what we? We might have a good chance here. Here's a Dzeko again. Oh, magnificent goal from Edin Dzeko. His fourth of the afternoon. He bends it left-footed into the top corner. Manchester City 5, Spurs 1 at White Hart Lane. Premier League, look out. I remember standing under the Stretford end and people coming in going, 5-1. Pete Spurs 5-1. They've gone to Spurs and won 5-1. That did sort of well, lay down a statement of intent and of course we were playing Arsenal. Can he cap it young? Oh, what a goal to finish it off. It's a record-breaking Manchester United victory over Arsenal and that goal is enough to take United above City 
on goal difference. United will win the game by eight goals to two. We'd got the uh, got the messages back from friends inside Old Trafford that were happy to tell us that they'd scored five and then it was six and seven and eight. That was a message sent out from them. It was definitely good for, for United to respond the way they did and they had to respond the way they did. 23rd of October, that's etched on the memory. Everything came home to roost on that one day. A day in our history that we'll, uh, we'll never ever forget. I thought we could win it simply because it was at Old Trafford. We lined up in midfield with Darren Fletcher and Anderson against against Yaya Torre. Now, I mean, you look back on that now, you think, we didn't, we didn't have a hope. The ball is headed forward, only as far though as Silva. Quickly, what a great ball through to Dzeko. This could be his chance for number six. Eddie Dzeko makes it! Number six for Manchester City! Eddie Dzeko with a sweet left foot finish. It was Silva with a perfect ball through to him. And Manchester United have been absolutely battered here at Old Trafford. It's Manchester City six, Manchester United one. That was a horrible defeat, but crazy football. And um, ends up in embarrassment. It's a complete, complete reversal of what I've been used to growing up. I was angry. I was angry at the end of the game to let City go and score those those final three goals. That's cost us a six-goal swing, but it cost us a humiliation that didn't need to happen. Yeah, the City fans saying, you know, you're lucky it should have been 10. The 6-1 was payback time for so many things. I mean, every conceivable way... Uh, to hurt us in a derby, in 60-odd derbies that I've seen, United have inflicted it on me and uh, I'd like to think that 6-1 was uh, definitely recompense uh, from the blue half of Manchester, as ought to say, well, you know what, you can have some back. It doesn't half make you you know, get that knot in your stomach about games now, about about derbies now. Sessignon, back into the middle there for G, can win it for Sunderland, and he does! Sunderland beat Manchester City by a goal to nil, and Manchester City, although they will be top of the league, waste a golden opportunity to there was a decision made that day on, on New Year's Eve to discipline players that had been out on a night out or had been out for a meal, whichever side you want to believe. But Wayne Rooney was left out of that game. We'll never know. Swansea away was a, a big disappointment, I'll be honest with you. Routledge now, they're looking more urgent as they send the ball into the middle and Eddie goes in! And Swansea take the lead! And that is a real blow for Manchester City's title hopes. And there are Manchester City players who look distraught in that goal mouth because that is a huge blow. Swansea City 1, Manchester City 0. You were watching Match of the Day 2 that night and the City fans are on the floor and crying and... Of course you laugh, of course you do. That's what football's about, you know, you're laughing at other people's adversities. There'll be City fans listening to me now laughing their heads off at me. And, and that's, that's, what, that's what you've got to take because, of course, he who laughs last, laughs, laughs longest. We looked at Swansea and Stoke away and even as City fans, despite, it doesn't matter what we spend, what players we pick, there are certain games you can look at and think, we're going to struggle to get something from this game. Crouch tries to show. Peter Crouch tees up a volley from outside the penalty area. You've got to say that is a fantastic goal by Peter Crouch. But equally, it could be one that has a big effect on Manchester City's title credentials. Sunderland at home was an interesting one because I think the first 45 minutes was probably the worst 45 minutes I'd seen City play all season. We weren't playing till the Monday against Blackburn. That day, City could have gone top. I was actually down in Ardwick and I was inside somewhere and found myself coming out at round about 10 to five. So I got in my car, turned on the radio, 
obviously it all happens very quickly, but you hear Manchester City 3 and you just think, oh, there you go, you know. So Manchester City 3, Sunderland 3, and I just, I just sort of stared at my car radio for what felt like about two minutes, but it was probably about 10 seconds, and just thought, that's amazing. And it was at that point, like, right, here's another, here's another chance. They've given us another chance here. Please, we can't mess it up again. That felt like a pivotal, a pivotal moment. Going on to the Arsenal away game. By City could let them in, but here's Arteta inside the shot and scores the goal. It kills off Manchester City's title hopes. Arsenal lead 1-0, but Manchester City's title dreams lay in tatters. I'll never forget coming out that uh, a couple of City fans that I've known a long, long time were turning around to me saying, Sean, do you know what? We're going to go and win this. For that split second, I thought the Everton it might game sound a ridiculous was thing to say, the one. but yeah, we'd had the celebrations of going eight points clear. I was angered beyond belief at our performance against Wigan. In the middle, Rooney to seal it. Oh, that's a brilliant goal again from Manchester United, and it's Manchester United four, Everton two. And I think I was outside the goalpost pub at Molyneux and. There's 500 people tuning into the television and I'm looking away because I don't want to hear it, I don't want to see it. And then all of a sudden there's pandemonium. For Jelovic and it's 4-3. There's two turnstiles where I go in. <laughs> I always go through the one on the right. I was running, running down under North Stand. Without thinking, I flew through the first turnstile. And as I got sort of through the turnstile, I sort of stopped dead. And the guy behind me bumped into me and says, what's, what's the matter, love? So I said... I've just come through the wrong turnstile. We're not going to win this. But he said, oh, don't, don't be stupid. We'll win today. We'll win today. I said, oh, I hope so. I said, this, this is the one, this. I said, if we win today, we'll win the league. And he said, too right. He said, but if we don't, we won't win it. Here's Fellaini inside the penalty area. Pulling into the Pino. It is 4-4. A twist in the title race and a dramatic equaliser for Everton. The guy that sits next but one to me, when they equalised... He turned to us and he said, the league's gone. I can't watch this. And he got up and he walked out. And that, that shocked me because this guy never leaves before the end and he's the same as us. All the media and everything was like, oh, that's blown the title race wide open. To me, it hadn't blown the title race wide open. To me, it had closed it. Going into that derby, the crowd and the, and the team, you sensed and Mancini that we wanted it again. I've never known a United away support as quiet as there was that night. And I think that we collectively as a club, fans and, and management and players together wanted it that bit more. In my head, every time we had a certain gap, at the top, I minus three points off it because of that defeat that I, I, I was convinced was coming at the Etihad. Silver with the corner again. Again, it's into the six-yard box and a goal for Manchester City. And it's the captain, Vincent Company, with what might be a decisive moment in the Premier League title race. It's Manchester City 1, Manchester United nil in the derby. As it stands, City are going top of the table. The build-up to that derby was obviously massive. And I think from City fans, the thing that we fear is, had United beat us that night, the title was as good as theirs, if, if we're all perfectly honest. And talk about your, your nightmare of nightmares. If United were coming to ours to win it, God, it would have uh, it would have killed us. It would have crucified us. What will this mean to you if City win today? We know me, Ian. Everything. Don't, don't get me going. Nervous, but I'm absolutely certain we'll do it. We've got to do it. Today this could be 
I can't see for the life of me City getting beef here. Manchester City could have history within their grasp. What will have happened within the next two hours? Are there more twists and turns to come? City get their first touch in the ball. It's away by Vincent. There's Cuffey. no City fan that I know that, that said we're going to win that game easy. The City QPR game was the biggest game that City have competed in since 1968. I just wanted to get out of Manchester that day. I was so glad I wasn't going to be in this city. Same as the derby, it was like you knew it was going to happen. It was just a case of getting to the time where it was going to happen and then like pulling a plaster off, you know, bang, that'll hurt. But then, you know, at least it'll be over, at least it'll be over. But I felt that United were always going to come back with the three points. Fact, been a goal at the stadium oh, of light, Steve Wyatt. It's a goal for Manchester United doing what they need to do as it stands. They go above City at the top of the table. Jones with the cross from the right-hand side. It bounced in front of Wayne Rooney, who steered it in with his head past Mignolet. After Alberston. I took my radio. I said, right, I'm going to listen to it until City score. All I was focusing on was what was coming down my ears. Yeah, yeah, only it's a Zabaleta who tries a shot, and it's gone in! Yes, Pablo Zabaleta scored the goal, and that could be the one for Manchester City! It was a bit of a messy one when it came, but nobody cares here in the Etihad, because Manchester City have made the breakthrough! It's Manchester City 1, Queen's Park Rangers nil. Pablo Zabaleta is the hero! As for the crowd reaction to it, Obviously, one of pandemonium, delirium, all those things. But at the same time, we kept thinking, one's not going to be enough. What's the reaction been like at the Stadium of Light? I wonder, Steve Wyatt. Well, the reaction from the Sunderland fans, one of jubilation. 1-0 to the City boys was a chant from them to 2,000 travelling United fans. City obviously score. Took me, I took my earphones out, as I promised, and just went, scored. It wasn't disappointment, it was more a sort of, oh, well, we thought it was going to happen anyway, it's happened, you know. I said, they're going to run riot. So somebody said, right, so if we score 17, we might be all right. So, you know, and it, was, and it, it went into that sort of mentality again. All right, OK, well, let's, let's, let's aim to score 10. You know, if we score 10, you know, 10, 12, you know, maybe we'll be all right. I said, yeah, but, you know, they're going to score about seven or eight anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. We never, ever for a second, I think, thought we were going to go and score number two, three and four, and that was it. You knew that was possibly just the start of something else, but we didn't know what that something else was going to be. City are 45 minutes away from the title. They will go from right to left in this second half in sky blue shirts, sky blue shorts. My friend was standing next to me, and he goes, you're going to listen to the second half? So I said, no. I said, I can't listen to it. I said, it's, it's gone. I said, QPR aren't going to score in a month Sundays. As Cissé has a chance, one-on-one, -on -one, and he scores for Queensport Rangers. A big mistake at the back for Manchester City, and Cissé goes through and scores. I don't know what it was, but something just inside me just sort of went, just check. And the first words I heard were, are QPR going to be the party poopers? I just react as if, I witnessed something in front of me. I just, you know, made the sign 1-1 one, one, and, you know, how it works. It goes in waves and everybody, you know, starts celebrating and... QPR are, uh, are spoiling the party. We're down in the dumps, but by the same route, we've still got half an hour on the clock to go and put it right. The company's just been beaten on the far side on a counter-attack here by Queen's Park Rangers. I'm watching it and thinking, 
he's got to put in the best ball of his career here. And guess bloody what? He puts the best ball of his career in. Cross into the middle and a chance here for Rangers. And they've scored again. And Manchester City suddenly are behind here. They need to win this game to win the title. Have Manchester City blown it? Is it typical City all over again? Are Manchester United going to win the title right at the death? It's a moment that had things worked out differently. Would have been one of those moments as a football fan that you never, ever forget. That moment as I just jumped about three feet in the air on my own <laughs> in, a, in an end of 1800 United fans, only to be sort of my face dragged round by my mum saying, what? You know, and I just went, he's 2-1, he's 2-1. One, one. The whole end went mad. The guy on the radio, because obviously I can't get BBC Radio Manchester in there <laughs> in Sunderland, but the commentator just kept saying, right now Manchester United are the champions. And I was like, no, no, shut up. It, it's not going to happen. About 10, 11 times from when QPR took the lead, I must have turned to him and said, this is going to be the cruelest way ever to lose a title. It's Manchester City 1, Queen's Park Rangers 2. I remember looking at the clock and I seen 81 minutes, I think it said on it. The helicopter was above. And my thoughts were, they're going to take the Premiership trophy back to Sunderland. They're going to take the real trophy away. They're going to, they're going to hoist it in front of our very eyes. They're going to hoist it up off the centre circle because Fergie's demanded that he wants it back up there like pronto so that they can have it. I was watching the clock and I was listening to, to the radio and it was hell. It was, it was absolute purgatory. It was, it was torment. And I was turning, I was saying, this is going to be the cruelest way ever to lose the title. We've already mourned it twice. We've mourned it, we've grieved it, we've gone through the process, we've, we've almost picked ourselves up and accepted it, and then we've been given another chance, and then we've lost it again, and then we've mourned it, and then we've got over it, and don't tell me we're going to have to deal through this again. It's almost silent here, apart from the Queen's Park Rangers fans. The City fans came here with such high expectations. Their hearts are going to be broken today. I don't even want to go home. I want to sit in my seat. I want to have private moments with friends and family and relatives and what have you just share the disappointment amongst us collectively and work out a way of how to go out and face the world because I felt the world was laughing at us. I felt that not only obviously United fans because of the rivalry, but worldwide it was a case of, well, we've, we've told you so, City, City have tried to buy it and yet they, they fell at the last hurdle because the players didn't want it enough. All those things are going round in your mind and I just thought, God, it's going to be a long, long summer. I know that Sean... He would have been stoical, he would have been, he'd have got up the next morning, I wouldn't have gone back, I wouldn't have gone in work. Sean would have got up at six o'clock and gone, gone in work and he faced it all and it, I know he would have done it. At, at 90 minutes and we were two on that, I was crying. I was on my phone saying I hate football. <laughs> Left wing corner for City, Nasri floats it towards the back post, out comes Keddy and collects it. And Just before the board went up at the Etihad was the first time that I dared to dream, that I dared to imagine hearing down my ear that it had finished and imparting that news. Rangers goalkeeper, how many minutes were added on then? Five, Ian, and I've got to say, you know, sometimes you've got to think outside of the box, if you like, and maybe for the last... And in my head I was thinking, right, and I can see it and I will see it till the day I die. It said 4.50 on the Sunderland clock. So I'm thinking, right, got to get to 4.55. We've got to get to 4.55. I 
our game you know it petered out and nobody was really watching our game in my head I was thinking right let's get if we get to 53 at 2-1 we, we can do this we can do this in comes Silver's corner up goes Jekko and he scores Edin Dzeko scores a goal and there are about three minutes left here for Manchester City to somehow get a winner is there still a chance City 2 Queen's Park Rangers too. I half celebrated Jekyll's goal and I, I don't think I was the only one that did only half celebrate it to be honest and I just felt I can't believe it this season we've gone through and then we're going to the final game of the season and we just thought we can't believe it City have done it to us again no matter how much money you spend on on your team or what wins or what what managers you get they've bloody done it to us again they failed at the last hurdle again. I just come and I was sat with my head in my hands. I couldn't believe I, the pain is that pain I've never felt in my life. In your heart of hearts, it's telling you it's too little, too late. As City scored, I knew I just thought they're going to they're gonna get another. It's too early. They've got three minutes or so. It's, it's too long. And I think Bolton have gone down because the Queen's Park Rangers bench have just reacted very strongly here. Will they take the eye off it just for a second? For me, I'm looking at it cold and clinically and thinking, uh, I tell you what, I thought, when I say it's a bit naughty, I thought it's almost an invitation to QPR to maybe switch off. At that point, obviously, QPR know they're safe. I think it's, it's just going to happen. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. I remember our full-time whistle going, but I think it almost happened instantaneously as our full-time whistle went off it just for a second United have won 1-0 and I was just standing there sort of fingers in ears it was just like every two minutes people going finished and I'm like trust me if it's finished you'll know about it <laughs> I'm not just gonna stand here you know if it finishes you'll know about it you know I heard Aguero which will haunt me <laughs> for the rest of my life I hear this down my ear and we're talking fractions of a second. Here. It's Sergio Aguero, and he scores the goal! Sergio Aguero! I know how a doctor feels now when they have to go and impart the news to a family that their loved one's not going to make it because there was the split second where I had a hundred or so faces looking at me for inspiration, you know, to, to give them what they wanted. And... I knew that I couldn't give him that and I was going to have to be the one to, to basically say, no, it's not happening. It's Sergio Aguero and he scores the goal! Sergio Aguero scores the goal! Manchester City won the Premier League for the first time since 1968! Manchester City have a new generation of heroes that have been 21 different managers, four relegations and four promotions since Manchester City last did this. But they beat their nemesis of Manchester United with the very last kick of the game here at the Etihad Stadium. Scenes of delirium here. Manchester City have done it. Grab Jane and squeeze the life out of her because I knew what it meant to my wife. My nephew Michael was sat in front of me. I wanted it for my nephew, who'd grown up in a school full of Man United fans that never went to games. And I wanted it so much for my wife, who supported me all these years through thick and thin. When Aguero's goal went in, you knew something was going to happen, as Sean has already said. You could almost feel something. There was an event unfolding. You could feel the build-up. 
because I, I must admit I wasn't actually watching the build-up because I was sat with my head in my hands, but I could feel it. And suddenly I was starting to half rise out of my seat and I thought, no, it's not, it's not, it's not. And then he scored and as Sean said, the roar, it was like the whole of Manchester had erupted. It was just incredible. I was hugging Sean, Sean was hugging me, we were hugging our nephew, was hugging strangers three seats away. And then I just ran outside and burst into tears and probably sums up 98% of City fans' experience on that day. We're acting like like someone in shock after an accident, you know, sort of just going over and over it and talking about it. And as, as people do, you know, if they've just been in a car crash, they'll go, oh, and he just came out of nowhere and, oh, and I didn't see him. And and they'll just keep keep going on about it. And that's exactly what, what we were doing. I'm replaying it in my mind now and I'm still... Talking about it, watching it on Match of the Day 2 highlights to make sure it still did happen. Because part of me still won't accept that we've actually won the Premiership. That feeling I experienced when Aguero's goal went in, I will never, never forget. As long as I live, I'll take that feeling to my grave and I don't think it'll ever be emulated. And that's why Sunday, 13th of May, will stay in my heart forever. Today this could be the greatest day of our lives. I don't think we will emulate what happened on that Sunday. In my lifetime, I don't think we'll emulate that. Who wrote this script, Ian? Who wrote this script? Because there's people up and down, oh, I can't believe it. We're champions, I'm, I was born in 68. Thank you, God, thank you. The captain of Manchester City, with a huge smile on his face, comes forward to the edge of the podium. The players, the manager, all come forward and we're about to see the lifting of the Premier League trophy because Manchester City are the champions of England. The celebrations now will start for these Manchester City supporters who've held so much emotion in for so long. They've been the laughing stock of Manchester in years gone by. They've had all those relegations. They've had so many different managers. They've just fallen short on so many occasions. And when all seemed lost today, they came back and they took the title. And it is theirs to celebrate today. All around this magnificent Etihad Stadium, the supporters are holding their flags and banners aloft. And this is the day that City supporters have waited all their lives for.